Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 381 for the week of April 16, 2016. Um, you're listening to RPG Gamer Radio. What? I, yeah. It's our audio production line branding, right? Um, I think not. Joining me today is Anna Marie Privetier, my wife. Good morning. I love her. <laughs> Except when I yell at you. About cups. <laughs> not those cups, the kind you drink out of. Uh, also joining me today, Alex Fuller. Evening. Oh, joining me this evening is Alex Fuller. Yes. Uh, you, I'm glad you were able to make time in your busy lacrosse schedule for us. No, it's he's between seasons. Oh, you're between seasons? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> for one more week. For one more week. Oh, and then, then it starts again. <laughs> yep. All right. And uh, I'm Chris Privetier. See there, I finally introduced myself the polite way, last. Um, I hope that counts for something. Uh, you're listening to RP Gamer Radio. <laughs> I'm going to go with no! that. No! No, damn it! Why? Why? What's wrong with RP Gamer Radio? Um, uh, do you need me to trademark it first? Um, I, I can do know. that. It's $10 to trademark in this state. <laughs> it's not expensive. Good to know. <laughs> Oh, all right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We are streaming live here at rpgamer.com slash live or twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Um, oh, wait. We pushed everybody over to the Twitch page recently, right? Yeah, basically. Because why maintain this silly interface? Well, when we used IRC, it made sense, but we don't use IRC. The only anymore. one who joins in IRC right now... Well, I, you know what? There's someone named Zero Divide in IRC chat, and I don't know who that is, so... Hello, thank you for joining us in the RC chat today. The other one is Power Lord, and he usually joins both chat rooms anyway. So, uh, let's see, RPG Cast three eighty one, playing gaming talk shows. I won't put Dark Souls two on there because anybody who comes in here looking for Dark Souls two gameplay will be very disappointed. <laughs> All right. and put that over. But you don't want to disappoint them. Not really. I mean, isn't that kind of the point of playing um, Dark Souls on a stream, is that you're disappointing? I don't know, Anna. Don't you think I have enough ways to disappoint people? Mm. Judging from our conversations earlier? <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Okay. Well, so be it. All right. Uh, there. Just trying to monitor this chat room. Okay, so... With that, we are live. So let's talk about... Oh, I just destroyed the browser that has my notes in it. So let me undo that. Smooth. <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing this. We should talk about what we're playing. Do you want to talk about the Oculus first? I, we got an Oculus Rift, Anna. Finally. It's the RP Gamer Oculus Rift. It has arrived at our place. It is in the best packaging like I've had for a gaming thing it was very nice. Well, packaged. actually, I take that back. It's about on par with the packaging for the Xbox Elite console because that was also really nice inside. But this was because it's cool. It's like you, you take out the rift and you take out the little sensor that does the motion tracking for the rift. You take that out. And you're like, oh, cool. And then, then you see a little tab and you pull it up and it's like, ooh, hidden compartment with an Xbox One controller. Ooh. <laughs> you are like oddly obsessed with how with the xbox one controller that came with it am i seems so no it's just nice to have another one in the house no oh, okay of course we have to shift it away when we shift the rift with it but you know 
it, it'll be nice to have while we're here. Because I don't have a good, I don't have a good spare thing for the PC here. It, you know, here let me tell you why it's cool. Because it ships with a little wireless receiver for the Xbox One controller. Okay. And that's nice, because I haven't seen one of those before. <laughs> I think you lost your last one. No, I have. No, I never had one for oh. the Xbox One. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah, no. Um, oh, there they are. I guess I could buy one. Well, whatever. So that's uh, that's uh, that's that's a thing. What are we talking about? What did you play? Oh, right. I played the 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 games inside there. So I put it on and had a T Rex spit on me, <laughs> which was really awesome. Um, Oculus Rift. Uh, we play. I played some Lucky's Tale which is a game that you get with the system. Um, actually, I have the whole game library right here. Let me, let me bring that up. So Lucky's Tale, it's a platformer. And it is just a 3D platformer. And it, everything's in 3D. And so you can move your head around and kind of look around things and stuff. And that's cool. Um, and other than that, it kind of controls just like a, a normal platformer. You, Lucky's a little fox. He's looking for his piggy bank friend who got stolen by a giant octopus guy. Um, but since your friend is a piggy bank, he dropped coins along the way. So you just track him by following the coins in the level, which is kind of cute. So, um, you go and, uh, you go on searching for your piggy bank friend and you get, uh, you get a weird feelings of movement. Um, okay. So it's, it's a platformer, right? And the camera is controlled just like a platformer. As Lucky moves, the camera follows him, and and then it comes back. If, you know, if you go back on the level, so it's, it's locked to his place in the level, and it's very smooth motion. But when you're in VR, that makes it feel like you're walking. And I'm sitting here actually in a roller chair, so when the camera moved in the game, I felt like my chair was moving forward and back and left and right, and it was extremely disorienting. It was very weird. Um, so you put it on, and even though my chair is not moving, I felt like, oh, somebody's pushing me. Stop pushing me. Stop. What are you doing? Stop pushing me. And it was a really weird feeling. Um, other than that, you know, kind of standard platforming fare. It seemed good enough. I played through the first um, level or two and said, okay, th that's good for now. I got other games to play. Um, and also, I started to feel a little sick. <laughs> I was like, well, I need to go play something else for a while. So I watched one of the little short films, Invasion, which is really cute, um, with the bunny propelling an alien invasion. Um, I tried Air Mech Command, which looks really fun. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, that's, uh, so that is kind of a real-time strategy game. Uh, you could play Air Mech on, um, on Steam right now. I think there's a free-to-play version. But this one is in VR, and you're kind of like in the base, and it's all 3D, and it feels very immersive and stuff. Um, and I think it's a cool, cool little game. Um, go check out some videos of Air Mech Command. But uh, you are a, uh, it's kind of like a Panzer Zwei, I think, right? Uh, no, Herzog's Way. That's the game I'm thinking of. Where you're you're com controlling a little uh, plane that runs around, and you uh, select your units, pick them up, deploy them on the field when, while flying around, and then you can turn into a mech and fight off units yourself. But you have your own health, so you can go back to your base to recharge. Uh, otherwise, you can be killed and have to wait for your mech to be reconstructed before you can get back in and start issuing build orders and stuff um so it's kind of like action slash rts 
very cool. But uh, that was when, um, after those two things I'd done previously, oh, three things, the the dream thing, the invasion film with the bunny repelling the aliens and Lucky's tail. And then I got through the tutorial of the air mech and that was when it was just boom, something happened and my sinuses and my head was completely messed up and I was just dizzy and weird feeling and I had to jack out of the rift. And for as much fun as I was having in the rift, um, it was like, Oh my gosh, I am done for now. That was like an hour of VR, I think. Right. And I'm not, I'm not acclimated to our new digital future, is what I've learned. So I need to spend more time um, getting better at VR. So yet another thing for me to suck at. Apparently I suck at VR, Anna. <laughs> um, one thing I'll say, uh, the Rift is way... <sighs> the resolution of everything is lower than I expected. So things seem a bit blurrier or smoother... Um, not as crisp as I was like them to be. Um, and I wasn't really expecting that because everyone was talking about how the screen quality seemed good and all that. Um, and there is the, the notion of the screen door effect, which is that you notice the pixels inside the thing. And yeah, I noticed that, but that didn't really bug me as much as just kind of the low resolution of everything. And I kind of felt like that was a little disappointing. Oh, excuse me. Our woodpecker is back. So give me a second. There, he's gone now. No, it's coming back. No, no, he's flying around. He's like, I want to come back. So th this is my, my real life, real time strategy is house defense against the woodpecker. Um, he likes to bang on this wall and we have to smack the other side of the wall to make him leave. Um, yeah. I don't hit the wall hard enough. Yeah, we need to, um, we need to reside the house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, with that said, uh, that that was what I was able to do with with Oculus for right now. Anna, you're gonna jump into the Rift later today, right? Probably, yeah. Probably, okay. Um, I did some other gaming this week, and I'm sorry I don't have more to tell you about Oculus Rift. Um, I was hoping to get into Crystal something or other, um, which is kind of a, a first person dungeon crawler. And we need to play and Chronos. Yeah. Yes. So I have Chronos downloaded. I need to actually still install the Chris the other one. Um, I'll get to that. Um, for those of you, here's a tip. If you are like me, wondering, like, how the heck do I browse this Oculus store? You can sign up for an Oculus account on their website, but you can't browse the store on their website. It's very frustrating. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you don't know. Go to oculus.com slash setup. That's where you can download the installer for all this crap. And you're going to have to somehow figure out how to tell it to just skip all the calibration and actual set up the device. But that will get like the store installed on your computer. So hopefully then you can make the free account and start browsing the store. If if you're like me sitting there waiting for your Oculus to ship and wondering if you get some games installed ahead of time or whatnot. So I don't know how well it works, but I didn't know how to even begin to try it before the Oculus had arrived. And now now I know and I figured I'd share it with you. Of course, if you are an HTC Vive person, you can just go onto Steam and download Steam VR and go from there, and uh, then you get to play the uh, Tracer Core game, which is really cool. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's the Slingshot game in Steam VR. And I will move on because we are done talking about VR for now. We'll get some more time in with it later. Um, it is the future, Anna. Okay. Don't you wanna Don't you wanna manage your Fire Emblem Fates relationships in VR? <laughs> You could blow uh, on blow on their face in VR. You can you can poke them awake in VR. Yeah, yeah. 
No? Um. What if I gave you a virtual reality boob slider? <laughs> no? <laughs> All right. Uh, other things I played. Anna and I are deep into Star Trek timelines now. Yeah. I need to decide if I'm going to spend money on it. Okay. Because we've sort of been having an interesting uh, parallel because Chris spent a bunch of money on the game, and I have not. And I seem to be further than him. You are? Um, What level are you and what episode are you on? Captain level 20. Okay. And episode? I'm still in episode four. Okay. So I know I hit episode five, but I don't remember if I'm 21 yet or not. So mm. let me log in really quick and see. Yeah, I'm going to hit 21 today. So, yeah, it's kind of been interesting seeing the difference between your progress and mine. It is kind of weird, isn't it? It's like um, because I've gotten some better characters and stuff to deal with, I have... No, I guess I don't know that I would say that's true either. I don't even know. I have more faction items. Maybe I'm just leveling up more people than you. Could be. And not leveling them as high. Who's your highest person? Um, let me check. My highest person, I have um Vedic Win at forty one, Cisco at forty one, uh the promoted Cisco at forty one, um, recovering Spock at forty, CMO Crusher at forty, um, Ensign Crusher at thirty seven um sniper dax at 33 Scotty okay okay, at okay yeah i got a, a number of people at 40 as well i was wondering if you had some people up at 50 so i don't know that's not yet we'll compare notes and figure out what's what's holding me back yeah because <laughs> shouldn't you be way ahead of me um you'd think right with with the money spent but instead i'm just i've got easier time getting um the people you need no okay Getting shuttles. Yeah, you I have, do. I have twice so the shuttles you that you do. you have more faction rep than I do, mm -hmm. flat out. Yeah. So you can do missions that I can't because, for example, I don't have friendly Cardassian reputation and you do. Ah, right. So there's stuff in episode three or four, episode four, that uh, I, I just can't master them because I don't have the necessary reputation. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Fascinating, as Spock would say. Uh, they just updated that game. They improved the shuttle interface, if you haven't played it in a while. It's much better now. And they've also added uh, challenges, which are missions that are locked to one and two star things. So they give you something to do with your lower rank, um, your lower value cart or people. So um, that only matters, of course, if you actually want to play a gotcha type game like this. And if you don't, just ignore all this and save your money and save your time and just play Final Fantasy Record Keeper, the best gotcha game on the iPad. So, <laughs> so I did biased. a draw for the Final Fantasy Tactics event and got Ramza's. You got break. the sword! Yeah. So and you have Shout now, right? The five star. Is that what it is? I thought Shout was his default. Okay. Sh no. Okay. I have whatever's on. Shout it. is the one you want. Okay. And that's the one you and should be as a roaming five warrior. Five star um, ice rod as well, which is a shared soul break. Mm. I haven't been playing. I've just kind of been getting on and collecting my daily mithril. I need. You to have a to duty play. to the community at large to get that Ramza leveled up and <laughs> set him as your roaming warrior. Okay. Just so you understand that. Yes, dear. Okay. Good. Um, let's see. 
What else I play? I played. Uh, I I picked up the Mega Man Legacy Collection for my 3DS, and um, I booted up Mega Man 3 and died a lot in the first stage, and realized that I'm going to need to dedicate some time to this and to actually get good at the game, which yeah, f- fat chance, um, which I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, so then we went over to Midwest Gaming Classic last week, Anna. Yes. Did we remember to make a list of all the things that we got? No. So we got two Majora's Mask puzzles. Mm-hmm. We got um, Final Fantasy V, Dragon Quest V, and three Puyo Puyo games for the Super Famicom. Yeah. We got a game that has a horrible subtitle. Something of the blessed. B-L-E-S-T. Yeah, Elferia. Yeah, that's right? it. And I, the funny thing is, is that is a real word, but this is some that's sort of Hudson RPG. Yeah, called Elferia. Yeah, Island of the Blessed or Journey of the I don't know what it was. It yeah, was something weird. of the blessed. B l e s t. Yes. It's like what? <laughs> I don't think you know how this spelling works? Well, like I said, blessed is actually a real word. You oh, just okay. can't use it that way. What can you use it as? I forget, but okay. I remember looking it up as soon as I got home, and it's like, wow, this is actually a real word. It's just not being used right. Um, and was there anything else that we picked up while we were there? Um, well, didn't we get another RPG? Yeah. Yes. Secret but... of Mana 2. Oh, or right. Second Densetsu 3. 3. Yeah. So, so uh... we basically did a little bit of research to figure out what games have translation patches no, that work on the Retron 5. No, we didn't. We just assumed we could make it work. <laughs> We said, oh, the, I can afford this, and we've got a Retron 5, and hopefully we can load up a... So we, the first thing we did was pick up Dragon Quest V. Yep. So, and Final Fantasy V. So we picked up Dragon Quest V. Oh, right. And Final Fantasy V. We took them back to the hotel room, and we said, all right. Let's see how this works. Can we make these work? I hear the Retron supports translation patches. A, can we get them to work on the Retron? So we figured that out. And then B, can we get the Retron to load translation patches for these games? And we figured that out. Um, Romhacks.net. And yep, we were in. And we got... uh, I just got eaten by a treasure chest. chest. Just ate you. Yeah, that sucks. (laughs) I should know better than that. Anyway, the... uh, (laughs) We just... We, we got to the ROM hack. What did we do? Oh, we loaded the, the translation patches. We validated that it works. Anna's excited because, you know, that Final Fantasy thing, 5 thing we do every year? She's going to do that with uh, the I SNES version. I will do it on the Super Famicom. Yeah, or the Super Famicom version with a translation patch because that way it doesn't look like crap like the iPad version and it has a decent translation. And that sounds advantageous for everybody involved. Um, Plus, I'll be able to stream it. That's true. You will be able to stream it. Are you going to do that? I'm thinking about it. That sounds great. I mean, the problem is, is it starts in June, so I'm going to be able to stream part of it, and then I'm not going to be able to stream for a couple weeks because of E3. Right. And then I'm going to try to come back to streaming it. That's the problem that I end up running into with the Final Fantasy V for Job Fiesta, is it starts in June, and so I get started on it, and then I have to basically stop for two weeks, and then I'm not motivated to keep going again. So I'm kind of hoping that streaming it will be my motivation. Mm-hmm. Cause it's been good at helping me finish games. Like you haven't been streaming in a long time. Anna. I know, I miss it. I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, good question. Things will be a little bit easier to stream too, because now we have the new receiver that has the HDMI port on the front of it. Yep. So that makes the runs we have to do a bit shorter. So that's nice. That's real nice. Now, if only we had speakers. Well, Best Buy says they're coming. <laughs> And you'll this, be able to hear games. This is just our thing with Best Buy. We buy stuff from them and they don't actually have it. 
<laughs> or there's a song and dance about when we'll actually get it. Um, what else have you been playing? You played Dark Souls. Uh, I'm playing Dark Souls right now. Well, you've played and finished Dark Souls 1. Well, okay. There's some caveats there that you need to understand. You cheated like a mofo. I cheated. Yeah, Forgive for, the definition of played. Yeah. <laughs> Let's 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 be careful with with how much credit we give me here. So, um, you Dark Souls played, and so Air I was excited beat. to get into the Dark Souls three thing as, um, when it comes out because I know people like watching me die at Dark Souls. I enjoy dying in Dark Souls, and you know Dark Souls hype. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well let's let's do the Dark Souls hype thing, and um, so I uh, let's see. Oh. You're about to die. Oh, I think I just survived with like one health. Um, yeah, so the Dark Souls thing is going on. So I was like, well, I still haven't finished Dark Souls 1, so I should really boot up my PS3 and finish hey, that out. Hey, your stuff is, like, right there. Why don't you go get it? Um, because sometimes there's more important things to do than collect your souls. Okay. I'll, like, not die again. Hey, that's a that's a mean treasure chest. Yes. You probably shouldn't die to it. Okay. How about I kill it? Okay. All right. So the, uh... I, I was like, well, I need to get through this quick. And I've had this dream for a while of what would Dark Souls be like on easy mode? You know, where things don't matter as much because you have, like, high stats or unlimited health or stuff like that. Like, basically, how could you cheat through Dark Souls? And and so I said, well, I have the PC versions of Dark Souls 1 and 2. Dark Souls 3 is about to come out. I don't really care about legitimately playing them all. Um, but I wouldn't mind being able to just jump into Dark Souls 3. So I can either just ignore the first two or or not. So I said, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to satisfy this urge of understanding what a easy mode Dark Souls playthrough would be like um, and whether or not that'd be satisfying or fun at all. Um, and so I, I, I downloaded Dark Souls on PC. I set up Cheat Engine and uh, basically did the following things. You know, lock my health at max unlimited stamina so I can block and swing as much as I want, um, unlimited souls so I can buy as much as I want, and and stuff like that. So, and, I, you know, I, I had fun doing it. Um, I really enjoyed um, going back through Dark Souls 1 and uh, catching up to where I was, but a little tedious because like, man, I've already done this before. Um, and then I was caught up and was like, okay, now I get to see new things. And I was like, wow. Um, this deep, this fire rage demon thing, firestorm demon. I forget what the, what his name is. He, he, he gave me trouble even invincible. You know what I learned about Dark Souls, Anna? You suck. I learned that the greatest enemy in Dark Souls is not the monsters; it's you. You are the problem in Dark Souls, not you, Anna, but like <laughs> as in myself, I'm the problem in Dark Souls. Um, it, it, the thing that killed me the most in my you know, hacked up run of Dark Souls 1. Was falling. The ceiling of Anorlando's Cathedral and Sen's Fortress. And yeah, it's just falling and falling and falling. And actually, when you're cheating so that you don't die, it's actually kind of a hassle when you fall because you have to go turn off the cheats so it will count you as dead and respawn your character. Because otherwise, it just this camera just zooms out and you're on the bottom of infinity and you don't get to, to move or do anything. So it's like, this is your punishment for cheating. <laughs> I hope you feel bad, cheater. And I was like, well, all right. I guess I deserve that. Um, and so that, <laughs> with that, I was... Trying to figure out um, 
uh, I'm not trying to figure out. I was uh, doing the doing the Dark Souls thing. Uh, anyway, finished that up. Um, did not do the the DLC. I said, oh, I could do the DLC or jump into Dark Souls 2 because that's a wholly new experience for me. And I'll hack that up too. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm playing through Dark Souls 2. I've got the four big souls. And so I'm now kind of in the second half of the game. Um, and Dark Souls 2 feels real different than Dark Souls 1. Um, it is a much more... Um, it feels like compartmentalized into levels and stuff than Dark Souls 1 is. It's like, okay, you're going to go over here. You're going to kill a boss, then a big boss, and then a little boss, and then the final boss, and then you're done with this section. And you go over to this section. You're going to do the same thing. Little boss and a big boss, little boss and a big boss. Then you're done. Go over this section. And it's, it's just kind of weird because Dark Souls 1 is all about you're going to uh, go through this interconnected world and there's bosses here because they live here and you're going to go over there because that's where they live and you're just going to explore explore and then everything is really connected and you're going to find a door at the end of this really long place that uh, takes you back to exactly where you just were and you'll be like wow that was weird um and so dark souls 2 it feels a little different than that but it does have the advantage of being 60 frames a second and it feels newer and the interface was improved and 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 so on but uh uh, so I guess I, I'm kind of enjoying how more straightforward Dark Souls 2 is in, in one respect, because it certainly makes it easier to play through quickly. Um, and I'm, I'm having fun, even hacked to all crap and getting rid of all the challenge in the game. I'm still having fun exploring and, and going on this power tripped fantasy through the, through the, through the lands of, uh, uh, what the heck is called? Draglick? Dranglick? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce the land in this one. Um, the first game was easy. Lordron. And then this one is Draglick. It's um, the stuff you fix your drain with, right? Yeah, Drano. You're right. It's Drano. Um, and I'm enjoying going through the land of Drano. And, <laughs> and I don't know. That's all I'll say. Um, I'm, I'm cheating at Dark Souls, and I'm having fun. And you can't take that away from me, man. Anyway, as soon as I'm done with Dark Souls 2, which should be sometime later today, um, depending on how much time Anna Marie spends on the Rift, since um, we only have one computer capable of running the Rift, and it's this one that I'm playing Dark Souls 2 on. Um, depending on uh, that, I will probably finish today, and then I will begin a run of Dark Souls 3 on PS4. I will not be cheating on that run. But he will be streaming. Yes. Um, I was going to say, have they made it playable for you? Have they what? Made it playable for you with cheats. No. <laughs> Have they made it play? <laughs> like I have support for this? <laughs> no, yeah. There'll be no cheats on the PS4 version. By the way, if you're cheating on Dark Souls on PC, um, be considerate. Be an offline mode only. Do not cheat online. Do not cheat in a way where people can invade you. And you should... Also, you'll get banned. <laughs> so don't be doing that. Be offline only if you're going to do do cheat engine cheats on Dark Souls on PC. Dark Souls 1 or 2. Um be considerate you know there, there are people who want to play this game without worrying about people hacking their stats and don't contribute to that all right so just, just think about that um and with that that's that's my dark souls i am having fun all right and and so i was uh, i was stressed out for a while like man i'm not get to at dark souls 3 yet this is taking longer than i thought and then i realized i'm really having fun and i don't care <laughs> Because I'm 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 deep in the Dark Souls ecosystem and I'm this is cool, so that's what I've been playing. Hey Alex, what have you been playing? Um, a few things. I mean, I've, yeah, I've played through Kill to Collect a lot of last week. 
Oh yeah, are you reviewing that? So that is um, a roguelike, right? No, because no, I probably won't be able to complete it, so I've just put it down and just gone, meh. Wait, it's too hard? Yeah, well, it's a roguelike style game, although that word is currently meaningless. But Oh. Oh yeah, roguelike doesn't mean anything nowadays. It's a roguelike. I think this means like... there's, no, there's no manual save points or something. Okay, no, we can as break this down a little. We can break this down a little, I think. So let me ask you some questions about this game. Yep. In this game, if you die, do you lose all progress? Not all progress, but yeah, sort of. Sort of. Okay. If you die, do you... Oh, okay. Is there anything... So there's progress that proceeds... You unlock new chapters, basically. Yeah, okay. Um, do you have any strengthening of your character that persists through death? Nope. Nope? Okay. Um, and So no no equipment or stuff that persists through death? Nope. Okay, so it's just, an, just progress of the game. So less that you have to go through the next time that you're playing. So you can gradually make your way to the end as you master each successive level sort of thing. Yeah, sort of, like, sort of a bit disconnected. There's not in so much as the actual progress is really basic. So you sort of, uh, there's four, oh no, there's seven story in quotation marks chapters. Because there is no story, basically. Oh, there's no story? Okay. Not so... really. Well, you get, you get maybe a paragraph of NPCs saying why you have to go kill people. <laughs> and okay. that, that is all your story. Okay. Well, as long as they uh, yeah. tell you. Oh yeah, I mean it doesn't. Yeah, it definitely doesn't go out of its way to say this is going to be a very heavy, heavy in plot. <laughs> it is all about <laughs> it is all about killing stuff and then collecting money from doing so. So, so what Especially is this enough. game like? I mean, is it is it a? I mean, how's combat in this thing work? It's actiony, sort of top down, top down action fairly straightforward. I mean, you get one regular attack, one special, heavier attack, and one special attack, which you build up by killing stuff. And then there's a couple of items and such, and a dodge roll. Yeah, it's it's fairly basic, but quite solidly done, so generally enjoyable for at least a few some hours. It's, as usual with these games, it's a lot more fun playing co-op. So. Yeah, alright. I mean, some of the games are, like, really... F uh, so, did you play um, the one on the Vita and the PS3? Uh, oh, I guess it's on everything now. Um, uh, no, I can't remember it. Uh, Rogue um, Rogue Legacy? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So you're not much of a roguelike player, then. Not really. I've played a couple, and usually... They usually entertain me for a couple of evenings, and then I just then you're get done. bored, because... Okay. Yeah. Because you're not good at them. Or yeah, that partly unfair? that. Partly oh, I okay. Just, just in the sort of repeating things over and over. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Like that, but... but yeah, it was. It's pretty enjoyable from what I played of it. But, I mean, the biggest problem it seems to have at the moment is that there's not that many people playing it, so it's hard to actually find online games. And the online matchmaking system is very rudimentary, so you can't actually tell how many games there are, etc. 
But if, if you've definitely got like a couple of people ready to play with you, it's probably worth checking out because then you can sort of guarantee yourselves playing together. Cool. But, yeah. Aside from that, it's nothing that stands out, but it's a pretty solid game. Okay. Um, moving on from that, I'm well currently playing Final Fantasy XIV, so I've been slightly progressing through level level sixty dungeons. What class fought... do you play? I play as Dragoon. Right, you were saying there was more jumping than usual in the stuff you were doing. Oh yeah, uh, which one was that? Uh, fortunately, I'm in, so I can look it up right up now. Whichever dungeon that was. Ah, that was never. Re I think that's one of the. I think that's the first post 3.0 dungeon. But yeah, that, that that has tornadoes, which meant I was. Got lots of going in the air on one of the final boss. And I did do the first run of Void Arc, which is I think the latest. 24 man raid that they had in there, which was suitably chaotic <laughs> and I I didn't die on the final boss in that one but Yay! I did die on I did die on every single boss before that though. <laughs> come on Alex don't stand in the green goo oh no. are you standing in the green goo again you should know I didn't, di now. I didn't die to the green goo in that one I died something else in that boss <laughs> if you say so but I'm a dragoon it's expected that I fall over during fights oh okay as long as it's expected, then it's okay. Yes. Dragoon and I think Ninja are the most notorious for falling over. Basically, we focus on dealing damage and nothing else. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of slowly going through the post 3.0 stuff at the moment. I think I've still got one tiny bit of 3.2 story to go through. Um, yeah. And I've been playing quite a bit of more baseball games now that baseball season has started. In real life or in a game? Well, both. I'm sort of playing it and watching some baseball as well, but <laughs> I, have, I have been playing baseball games. Not not real life, but baseball video games, sorry. <laughs> yeah, basically playing the management game and the actual playing baseball game as well. I did finish my first season on the road to the show mode. Yay! Despite, though I did get injured stealing a base on that one. Whoops. Now, yeah. we uh, we yes. had an interesting thing happen to us. When we went to the Midwest Gaming Classic, um, we saw them actually enforce the new sliding rule that came into effect this year. So, oh, yeah. you know how that guy slid into the second baseman and broke his leg last year? Yeah basically, yeah, basically you're not allowed to go and take out the fielder. Yeah, you have to slide towards the base and not towards the the player. Well, it was like the bottom of the ninth, and they had started to come back. We had been 6-0 and like the whole game, and then they scored four runs in a row. So it was like the bottom of the ninth, one person out, and the guy who was on first ran to second and slid at the player, and it disrupted the double play. So he got called out, and the base runner got called out, and then the guy who got called out for sliding into the player, like, completely lost it and started yelling at the ump 
So they went back to New York and did a replay and confirmed it. So it was really weird. I, like I said, I'm pretty sure that's the first time that rule's actually been like used this year. So that was interesting to watch. I've seen it a few times in some of the games I've been watching. So, but yeah, carry yeah, on. I don't, yeah, I don't think it actually applies in the baseball games. They seem to change the sliding animation so that you always stay on the base. <laughs> So there's no possibility for you to actually get called out for Really? Out Interesting. For it, I will I say tell. everybody in the stadium was pretty confused when yes. this happened. Especially since it was the last play of the game. It's like, oh, wait, what? It's over. Huh? Wait, uh, no, okay, it's not over? It. <laughs> I mean, we were in there, and there's no explanation of what's going on when uh, you're okay. in the stadium, you know? It's just like... Yeah, it's oh. fairly obvious on the TV feed, so the commentators were sort of explaining it quite quickly. Oh, okay. So you saw this. Um, I th- it might have been the game. Was it an MLB game? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been one of the ones I Brewers watched. Brewers versus Astros. Mm. Yeah, I, probably. I can't remember who was playing it, but yeah, it might have been the one I watched. Cause it's, <laughs> that's I definitely crazy. saw it happening at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I gave him that last out, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, well guess we're weird. done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a climax. Mm-hmm. It did feel a little anticlimactic, I will admit. A little? <laughs> How about completely? <laughs> well, at least we won. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah. anything else you've been playing, Alex? Well, I've got a new review game that I started last evening. Uh, can you talk about it yet? I think so. There's no actual embargo on the previewing it, just on the review. So, yeah, it's very gigant. Oh, cool. First person yeah, dungeon crawler. Beta dungeon crawler, yeah. Yes, our favorite genre here on the RPG cast. I know the girl who <laughs> but, wrote the script, so if it gets a bad localization score, I get to make fun of her. Oh, yeah. I bet you can't guess who developed it. Wait, yes, I can. It's, um, what's their name? And Wait, what? I should know this. Same people who developed all the other ones. Yep. <laughs> What's their name? Experience. Yeah. Thank you. So in other words, you were right. I can't name them because I'm an idiot. So yeah. <laughs> Anna could have, right? No? Huh? <laughs> Anna's not even paying attention to the conversation. I'm yeah. So So far, it seems more accessible to me than the other experience games that I've played just because the combat and character systems seem simpler. Because that's really what threw me about, I think. Uh, not Demon Gaze, you have one. Uh, Operation. Operation Tokyo Operation Abyss Gears. or whatever? Yeah. yeah, that one. That's Yeah, that kept confusing me because all the weird class systems and how to make characters stronger and so forth. And don't forget Stranger yeah, it, at Sword City, right? Yeah, I haven't played that one. That's... I mean, that, that one's just out now too, right? Did they really do yeah, all huh? these games? I can't believe this. Yeah. I'm not miscrediting one of them. That's... No, all, no, all of those ones are experience. Oh my gosh. They need to um, maybe branch out a little. Well, they found a niche. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Seems to be working for them. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm most of the way through the first dungeon at the moment, so I've just come. It seems a bit more focused on plot than usual, even though the experienced ones are quite still quite heavy on plot. This one's a bit more character focused and so forth. I'm looking forward to it. It's got a weird 
viewpoints because it tries to basically you're fighting things that are supposed to be huge compared to the characters so it does a weird thing with perspective that actually looks it looks pretty neat in practice are yeah, you hopefully dying, play more of that this week i'm about to check this out <laughs> yeah i think that's pretty much what i've been playing so um, and that's everything you've been playing, right, Chris? Yes. So now it's what have I been playing? I've been playing Bravely Second. Oh, no. Yep. Now I got to hear about it from you, not just Alex. <laughs> so I tweeted last night, and apparently this was news. If you want to play Bravely Default, don't play Bravely Second. Because the entire story of Bravely Default is spoiled within the first 30 seconds of Bravely Second. And apparently people didn't know that. So I tweeted about it, and I got, like, a lot of retweets and a lot of people like, oh, I didn't know that. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, it's fun so far. It's like Bravely Default, but with more classes, more and new classes, and small thing, just small little things that have been improved that just make it a nicer game. And at the moment, I am pulling together my party. I think I'm done pulling together my party at this point. Um, more or less. But, yes, Alex warned me that something would happen in the first hour, and he was 100% right about how quickly um, thing your situation changes at the start of the game. So I don't want to be any very spoilery, so I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. It's not that spoilery. It, it was fairly obvious that they wouldn't be permanent. Right, because there was, like, no <laughs> profiles of them before the game came out. Yeah, it, it was, it was all quite about... clear who the, what, who the real party is. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty easy to tell who the real party was going to be because they were the people that were actually discussed prior to the game's release. So, we'll take that as, as spoilery as I'm willing to get right now. But I need to actually go get my 3DS and... and check on my moon because i'm sure i have stuff that's done your moon yes you have your own moon i do it's not a space station no it's a moon okay so the bad guys in this are called balls b-a-a-l's uh i might be are they an energy drink no b-a-a-l okay b-a-a-l ball busting are they blue no okay they're all the ones that I've seen so far are black. I think one of them might be. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, how you had to restore the village that had been destroyed in the first game? Same concept, where you have to restore the moon. That's the Magnolia's from the moon. Calvash! So, yeah, she speaks, air quote, French. But don't worry, she's adapting to um, to Earth English very quickly with her coup de gravy. What? <laughs> yeah, he's obsessed with gravy for yes reasons. I'm I'm waiting for the you puns, like all along. It was you. I don't know if that's. Well, I, don't actually... th I don't think it did that many. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm curious to see where the story is going to go. It's interesting so far. There's a lot of humor in this game. So if you prefer more straight writing, I don't think you're going to enjoy this. 
and yeah i'm quite enjoying it i'm gonna play lots more of it this weekend and all through this week except for monday because monday's gonna suck yeah i uh, did really like the story payoff at the end of the game so well that's good because that was the I, problem I, that bravely default had it was like you did all of this stuff um chris that's a shield you know if you shoot things at the shield it's gonna bounce i kind of like how shield. it bounces off Get actually um and then other than that, I've kind of just been playing sort of my, all of the iPad games that I put on my new iPad Pro. So Adventure Capitalist, Shop Heroes, Puzzlecraft 2, Hollywood Use, um, the Star Trek Dimension we've been talking about, Criminal Case, the Futurama Game of, right, Game of Drones. So I was complaining about this when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago. And I'm going to complain about it less now. Because it's still very Candy Crush. And it is still entirely about whether you're lucky or willing to spend a lot of money. Um, but the nifty thing is, is last weekend they did an event where your hearts were covered in five minutes instead of every 30 minutes. And so I actually got like a ton of progress. So at the moment I'm in robot hell. What? And really? I'm in robot hell. Oh, like that's a name of a place in the game? Yes. Okay. It's a Futurama thing, Chris. Okay. So... Have you not seen Futurama? Sure, I've seen it. That doesn't mean I know every episode and every reference they've made. Okay. Well, there's hell, and it's okay. run by a robot. Okay. And there are robots in it. I got my brakes changed. What? I got my brakes changed. Okay. The the robot mafia sabotage. Have you my watched brakes. any of the newer seasons of? No, because okay. I don't like them. You don't like them? No, I didn't like the new Family Guy either. This is just a thing that I. No, yeah. the new Family Guy. What do you mean the new Family Guy? You, you don't like any Family Guy past the first season. That's true. But I'm talking about the newer um, Futuramas, which... No, I wasn't really wild about the newer stuff. Okay. Because they came back. I know. And yes. I watched some of it. Oh, you did? Yeah. How do you think I know I don't like it? So when I asked you, did you watch any of that? I said, not really. Okay. At least I think. Yeah, I Correct answer would be yes, and I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. So I stopped. <laughs> okay. And then you started playing a, a Disney what did Kingdoms I do? game. Oh, I was just wasting time. So it's a game off game, which means I'm not going to spend a penny on it. But you don't I'm, like supporting Ubisoft? I'm tr uh, I'm not real fond of supporting game loft. Why is that? They're not king. That's true, but they still... Aren't they the people that just rip off all the other games? Yeah. Yeah. And make okay mobile versions, right? All right. Usually. Well, This I'm is I'm just a city out. builder with Mickey. Yep. I'm trying it out and seeing if I like it. And then I need to ch need to play Kingdom Hearts Unleashed Key. Un Unchained Kai. Unchained Key. And the Tales of Link. That's going to be my thing to do this week. When I'm not, you know, rebuilding the moon. So that's what I've been playing. Hmm. Might be time for the news. All right. Well, good thing I beat that boss then. <laughs> oh, I hold on. I just found an electric lizard in the water. So let me take care of that. All right. That's a good place for him to sit. All right. You sit over here while we do the news. Okay. News time. Where's my deet deet deet? She left the room. Anna has left the room, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. So here's what we got for news this week. We got two two weeks worth of news actually, so first off we have Code of Princess, 
All right. So Dejika, Dejika, how do you pronounce their name? Dejika. They're going to release uh, Studio Zensen's Code of Princess for PC. Um, Well, I guess they have released it, huh? Uh, Should be out now, right? Is there... Let's see. Price for that. Uh, Code of Princess. It's out on PC. Uh, It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up RPG. Um, This was originally on 3DS, so I'm kind of surprised it came to PC. But uh, Jessica has put it onto PC. Oh, because the people who used to have the rights closed... So, Code of Princess, if you were waiting on that. Yeah, it's Japanese publisher went went belly up, and these I think it bought the rights to it. So, I don't remember if people like this game or not. I think they did. I think so. I mean, it looks like a uh, that side-scrolling treasure game, um, whose name is escaping me now. I'm so bad at this. I should get a new job. Uh, what is that? Uh, Guardian Heroes. That's the one I'm trying to think of. So anyway, Code of Princess. It is uh, 15 bucks on Steam. It's on sale right now for 13.50. That uh, seems okay. And it seems like the reception so far is uh, all thumbs up in the reviews. So good sign. It's a beat 'em up. Short story mode and balance problems, they say, but uh, you can play through with single player with one of four unlockable characters that have different moves. Um, let's see. People like it, so that's good. Do we have Coda Princess, Anna? She doesn't remember. Okay. So that's uh, Coda Princess. Go check it out. Uh, Nihon Falcom has more details out for Ease 8 Lacrimosa of Donna uh, in Japan. Um, let's see. Aldo's longtime adventuring partner, Dogi. Doji? It's not a dog, is it? No, it's like... Just some dude named Dogi? Doji? Yeah. I'm going to go Doge. His friend Doge. Um, much partnership. Wow. No? Okay. Well, whatever. Um, nice. <laughs> gameplay takes place four years after Doji last helped out at all. And the two find themselves aboard the passenger ship Lombardia, searching for the Vince Lombardi trophy, obviously. No, that's not what they're looking for. Looking for their next adventure, whatever that means. Um, the new con- revealed character is Barbaros. He's the captain of that ship that they're on. Uh, and Adol is working as a sailor on the ship. Adol, Adol, Adol. I don't don't know how to pronounce his name right. It is scheduled for release in Japan on PlayStation Vita on July 28th, 2016, with PS4 version next year. No Western release details yet. Um, Let's see. Uh, Mega Dement... Oh, Mega Tag Mention Blanc plus Neptunia versus Zombies has been delayed. It will now be released on Vita in North America on May 10th, with a new European date yet to be confirmed. Um, no, it's confirmed now. It's what is it? May 13th. May 13th. Okay, good. I'm glad we have that update. Um, so if you were hoping for the Mega Dimension game, uh, you, you're going to need to wait a little longer. Screen Enix put out more details for Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. So, North America's getting the game on June 28th, and Europe's getting it on July 1st. Um, we're both going to be getting multiple editions of the game. So, um, let's uh, let's do our standard review of collector's editions here. So, if you want to go... Okay, if you just want to pre-order it for the day one edition, here's what you get. 
for $59.99 or 50 pounds or 60 euros, you get a copy of the game, two downloadable in-game battle music tracks from Valkyrie Profile and Valkyrie... Wait, what? Really? Yeah. I'm confused. Why do you get Valkyrie Profile music tracks for the for your Star Ocean game? Because it's the same developer. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's Tri-Ace, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, five downloadable items. The Ring of Valkyries, Gold Bunny Statue, Bushy Brum Cincture, Wristlet of the Stars, and Secret Stalian. Sh- sh- <laughs> How do you say that? Stalian Tome. <laughs> yeah, Stalian. Yeah, I'm going to go for Stalian S. Oh, Thalian. Okay. Maybe, yeah, it's, maybe it's meant to be pronounced with a lisp. Thalian Tome? I don't know. Uh, European copies of the day one edition also get a steelbook case. If you're in the U.S., screw you. You don't get a fancy case. Um, if you want to shout out the cash, though, 110 bucks, 85 pounds, or 100 euros, you get a copy of the game. You get the Sounds of Star Ocean CD sampler with 16 tracks, the Art of Star Ocean 80-page hardcover art book, eight exclusive art cards, a Pan-Galactic Federation ID card, six downloadable in-game battle music tracks from Valkyrie Profile, Valkyrie Profile 2 Samaria, and the Star Ocean series, five downloadable items, the Ring of Valkyrie's Gold Bunny Statue, Bushy Brown Broom Cincture, Wristlet of the Stars, and the Secret Thalian Tome. Um, yeah, you get that collection edition through the Square Enix online store, and that's the only place you'll get that collector's edition. Um, so there you go. It may be that it's because I've most of my recent collectors have been for handhelds, but for what you're getting at, the pricing can kind of steep. Well, you get a hardcover art book. I mean, it really kind of scales depending on how nice that is. Yeah, I'm not. I, I think the soundtrack. Pages, so that's the... the soundtrack options they've listed there seem very disappointing for me versus what they could have done. It's like, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much licensing of their own music they really need to do to be able to just send you like here's an mp3 download of like every star ocean track ever enjoy give us our your money for the collector's edition but no they don't do oh, that. well square enix likes putting their osts on itunes and stuff as well so yeah but they, they don't <laughs> over they usually don't overcharge for them on itunes so i don't know what's up with that and I know it's much more yeah. expensive in Japan than it is in the U.S. I get that. And it's not, music is very expensive in Japan. I know. But um, we're not talking about the Japanese release. So, I don't know. All right. Um, I have a cat on my lap now, apparently. Simon has joined the show. Hi, Simon. Say hi to the, to the audience. Okay. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We have a new alpha demo for the new Koei Tecmo RPG, Neo. That's spelled N-I-O-H. Uh, this demo is available from April 26th to May 5th. And if you complete a stage in the demo, you'll be able to download the Mark of the Conqueror DLC, which will unlock bonus content in the final release of the game. Um, that is an action RPG. How does this play, Alex? Do we know yet? Is this going to play like a, a Musou game? or? No, I, thought, I thought it was Koei with Take on Souls. Oh, you think it's a Dark Souls style game? Okay. Yeah, that's what I remember. Sort of, that's what the star was. When it's it was, got a very uh, dark E3. art style, like it could be that. Yeah, I'm, it's hard to tell because there's no UI elements here, and you don't know how the respawn works. Are there an equivalent of bonfires? Is there, you know, is it a, focused on you dying a ton, or is it focused on you yeah. being really powerful? I don't know. Yeah, we had the stuff that came out of E3, which sort of. I'm liking some of the special seen, effects seen, in seen this trailer. It was like, 
Like the special attacks in this trailer look kind of cool. Like they summoned a shark or something. No, I don't know. Flying something sprouts wings and kills things, and then there's a shark and it's attacking things. I don't know. It looks cool. Lots of lightning effects. So it looks nice. It'd be nice to know more. Let's see when do we? So I guess the demo April twenty sixth. We'll know more. <laughs> oh, you know what? The ta- the tagline of the trailer is like "Ready to Die," so I guess they are going for a Dark Souls style thing. Hmm. Alpha demo. So that means, how can it be an alpha demo? It looks. Oh, this is by Team Ninja. All oh, right. So yeah, I guess you will die a lot. Because didn't you die a lot in the Ninja Gaiden da- games? Wasn't that kind of how those work too? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got another game coming. Um, Vigilantes. It's the second game from Irish developer Time Slip Softworks. Crime-themed, turn-based tactical RPG for PC, Mac, and Linux. No time frame for release has been announced, but uh, they did put out a free alpha version of the game on PC, which you can download from IndieDB. Uh, that's I-N-D-I-E-D-B. So if you go there, you'll get an alpha that has three missions in it with some gameplay, and there's some tutorial mission uh, videos, which you know we have on our page. You can check it out there as well. Um, it's set in Commander Riker City. No, it's just Riker City, where there's three games try- vying for control. Um, let's see. This looks neat. It's a, yeah, indie TRPG made by Irish people, so maybe you get some fun accents in there. Yeah, no, maybe. All right, well, whatever. Go check out the alpha if you're interested. And we've got a Kickstarter, folks. All right, here's what we got. It's called Arcadian Atlas. And let's take a look. If we go to their Kickstarter page. So Arcadian Atlas, uh, tactical RPG inspired... Okay, I don't need you to do this, please. Just go to the page. Go to the page. Stop trying to log me in and validate me. Okay, all right. Arcadian Atlas, tactical RPG inspired by classics, whatever classics is. Um, is They want 90 grand. They're at 40,000. They got 22 days to go. Classics means Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Ogre. Oh, okay, classical TRPG game. Sorry, it's yeah. a the the tagline is a perfectly pixelated isometric SRPG featuring dynamic job classes, character driven plot, strategic grid battles, and an eclectic jazz OST. All right, all right, I like the sound of that. Um, it's a two D isometric. So if you take a look at the screenshot, um, they have completely ripped off tactics art, art style, um, except it's it looks sprite based instead of two D based or instead of three D based. So that's kind of neat. Um, it's isometric. Um, you got people who look like they're walking in place, so very much tactics type thing going on. And there's a little raccoon guy in the corner, and uh, so I guess you got pets or summons or something going on. So that's cool. And a giant Armon eye thing in your party, it looks like, or you're fighting against. It, I don't know. Uh, all right. Of course, it's very early, so it's hard to tell anything. Um, the raccoon guy is shouting about the forest is burning. So they got little animated gifs that show the animations. And it looks, it's very much Final Fantasy Tactics. <laughs> so that's what they're trying to make. Now we've had other people try to evoke the Final Fantasy Tactics thing. See Unsung Story, which has been going through problems. Um, so I don't know. And apparently there's a gun that shoots raccoons at other raccoons. I think. I'm not really sure. That's what it looks like, and that I like that. All right, so all right, 
let's do our standard things for five dollars that's your intro tier you get uh the supporter tier you get um help us make our dream game or just buy us a beer for 17 bucks was the early bird to get a copy of the game that's all gone so now it's 20 bucks to get a copy of the game and then lots of tiers all the way up to the top end where five of five are still left for $2,500, you can get the Secret Debug Room Elite. Become a Pixel Elite member and walk amongst the Secret Debug Room with two text boxes of dialogue of your choosing. Includes a complete sprite sheet with four walking angles printed and sent to you. Dialogue subject to p- developer approval. Name in the credits as a producer. Includes all of the Raccooninator tier. Um, <laughs> I gotta go look up the Raccooninator tier now. Uh, Raccooninator. Um, all right. So $199, you get the Raccooninator. It's a special gift for you to equip that has low chance to turn enemies into raccoons. <laughs> Exclusive to Kickstarter backers. Includes all previous reward tiers. So there you go. So you don't shoot raccoons at people. You turn them into raccoons. And then I don't know if that changes their stats or anything. But, um, you know, whatever. Why not? So there you go. And with that said, that is your Kickstarter. Uh, they got a little breakdown of how their development's going to go. And, of course, who knows? You're trying to make a TRPG, and you are, you know, doing a bunch of artwork and stuff. I don't know. It, 90 grand seems pretty pretty low for making a good tactical RPG successor to Final Fantasy Tactics. But, uh, you know, maybe, I guess. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, Jonathan did uh, an interview with the developers, so that's worth checking out. Okay. Oh, uh, so that's on the site now? Yeah, so that's that? on the site. I think you posted it about a day after we did the day after this. Story. Okay, so it's probably so. I probably actually included it in the rundown here. Uh, oh wait, no, it wouldn't have been on the news template, so no. Okay, so yeah, go look at the uh, the developer interview and see if you trust it and wanna wanna jump in on that. Um, gosh, if they deliver on this, I'm totally in. This is awesome looking. Um, of course, I just bought more Final Fantasy Tactics, so who am I kidding? Ah, uh, let's see. After that, we've got uh, some more details on the Fallout 4 DLC Wasteland Workshop, which is like out now. Um, they released a video showing off uh, the options for the more the new options they give you for player housing, adding cages for captured monsters. Uh, and some new construction options are shown off in the video. This is the second of the three announced DLC for Call Fallout 4. Um, of course, there's more after that that they haven't announced yet. And it's all part of that season pass that they raise the price on. Uh, if you just want this workshop by itself, it's five bucks, and it's out now. Um, Knights and Pen and Paper Two has announced another expansion. It's called Back to the Source. Uh, it is now available. Um, unlike the previous expansions, it is a free expansion for the game, and it adds various new things to the game. Two new classes: the Scion and the Druid a new 10-floor dungeon, an expanded skill cap, and a new tier of enchantments. Uh, if you want more, you can set up, uh, check out Sam Wachter's review of the game, um, of the original game, and uh, there you go. It's out now. Free expansions are always fun. NIS America has more details about G- Grand Kingdom, which is their tactical RPG. So in this update from them, they told us more about the game's class system. Uh, there's 13 classes in the game. There's the Noble class that was first released as DLC in Japan is going to be included in the Western release. 
the four, 13 classes are going to be split into four groups. Melee, range, magic, and that's only three. Oh, and the fourth group is specialists, which has very specific roles. Melee, range, and magic are going to be kind of like a Fire Emblem triangle of like one's, one's better than two of them and, and so forth. Um, let's see. The melee group is the fighter, lancers, noble, blacksmith, and rogue. The range eunuchs are the hunter and gunner. And the magic group is witch, shaman, and arcanist. And then the specialists include the medic, the challenger, or the chalegner. That's a, that's a nice typo. And dragon mage, um, challenger. In case you didn't understand, I was just making a joke there. So it's developed by Mano Cho and Spike Chunsoft with involvement from some of the key staff behind... All right, sorry about that. Let a little <laughs> my recording PC just fell asleep, so <laughs> my power cord fell out. It went to sleep. Um, so it's kind of hard to record when that happens. Uh, we're back now. We're back now. Uh, Alex oh, survived. Right? Say what? I was only that was a comment on the uh, quality of the podcast. Oh, is it? Yeah, the, yeah. Even the recording machine went <laughs> fell asleep. Oh, all right. Well, we'll move on to a new story then. Forget that Grand Knights history thing. All right. Deviant Development has denounced a follow-up to Hand of Fate. Ooh, I like Hand of Fate. I think that's a good game. Um, so this is a new version of Hand of Fate. It's called Hand of Fate Two. <laughs> Not the most original name, but uh, it is coming out um, for PC, Mac, and Linux sometime the first quarter of next year. The dealer, who was the antagonist in the first game, returns for Hand of Fate 2, which is set 100 years later. This time, his goal is to train the new heroine in order to defeat the first game's protagonist, who's ruled the world as a villainous tyrant after outlawing magic immediately after his victory. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love, I, I kind of love this theme. Like, Diablo did this as well. Like, where your hero from the first game is like the villain in the second game. Yeah, that's fun. Um, <laughs> um, there's some early screenshots available on our site. You can go check them out there. Um, the Banner Saga 2, which is Stoic's sequel to the 2014 indie hit, has arrived. Uh, well, the trailer for it has. Uh, the game itself will be out in a few days on uh, April 19th. Uh, you can check the trailer out on our site. Um, it continues the story of the caravan of Vikings as they attempt to stop the Dredge, a race previously thought extinct that are the mortal enemies of humans and the Varl. Varl are the big giant guys um it'll release on pc on april 19th and um, the sequel has like a whole new race of beans called the horseborn which as you imagine are the centaur um contingent in this world and um yeah i don't know lots of stuff to wrap up in that game i don't know if that if banner saga 2 actually ends the story or if it's just a continuation and they're going to be a third one i forget how that works but uh, i think that's going to be a trilogy okay I like the Banner Saga, so looking forward to the sequel one. I hope it holds up. Um, oops. Let's see. We've got an independent game from Casido Games and developer Puba. They're releasing a game called Metronomicon. Um, game blends RPG and rhythm gameplay in a full story campaign. You take control of a group of eight new graduates of the so-called rhythmic combat arts in a campaign against multiple villains featuring licensed music from various electronic artists. Combat in Metronomicon um, has the four heroes going up uh, at any one time. Let's see. The, the players switching between them on the fly to use abilities and spells, the effectiveness of which is based on how well the players match the rhythm-based commands. You'll also level up with various stat increases, and you'll be able to upgrade your equipment and learn new skills. 
It's planned release for PC and Mac later this year. It'll be showing off at PAX East in a few days, April 22nd. Um, that's a cool concept for a game, I think. I like rhythm action RPGs. Uh, check out this trailer a little bit now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you got people in like knights gear dancing to beat enemies. It looks kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> it's coming out later this year. <laughs> it looks kind of nuts. All right. Metronomicon. Go check it out. Seriously. Uh, there's a new video showing off character creation in 7th Dragon 3 Cold VFD. <laughs> the game's going to have over 90 appearance variations, 40 voice options, 8 classes to choose from. Go check that out. Um, this game is meant to be standalone, so you don't need, need to feel bad that we didn't get stand, uh, 7 Dragon 2 or 1. It'll be out in North America on July 12th, 2016. We got Idea Factory International. Showing off another release in the Neptunia series for North America and Europe in the form of Super Dimension Neptunia versus Sega Hard Girls. This particular spinoff in the series sees it crossover with the Sega Hard Girl multimedia project, which features anthropomorphized versions of Sega video game consoles. Which, I... yes, that's right. So this other project where you have anthropomorphized video game consoles from the Sega hardware line is now crossing over with this neptunia which you have anthropomorphized video game consoles from more modern generations it's going to come out physically and digitally for the vita it has dungeons with platforming elements class changing and a turn-based battle system um, in other spin-off news the steam release date for hyper devotion noir has been confirmed the game will be able to download for pc on april 18 2016 um, Hyper Devotion Noir is a tactile RPG. We already have a review up of the Vita version, so you can go check that out. Um, yeah. Is that any good? Did he like it? I don't remember. Do you remember? No, I didn't play it. Well, I know, but did Michael Apps like it? Three and a half out of five he gave it, so mm-hmm. you can f- try and figure out if he liked it. Um, all I know is at yeah, some point like there's... One of the ones we gave to him eventually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Zero Divide's hanging out in the other chat room now. Hi, Zero Divide. Uh, he, he said hi to my cat. Oh, okay. Nothing really to catch up on there. Sorry about that. That's uh, I can't handle chat room stuff interrupting me while I'm doing this. I'm no good. Um, All right. Okay, good. Was hoping there'd be some chat feedback on something that there wasn't, so it doesn't matter. All right, next news story. Scranix revealing there's an international release for the Romancing Saga 2 remake. Recent release in Japan for iOS, Vita, and Android. The international release is currently slated for just iOS and Android. Um, there's going to be more details later this month. And so if you were hoping for the Vita version to come out here, keep hoping. Because it ain't uh, it was kind of surprising that any version was coming out, to be honest. Uh, I suppose you're right. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Vita game actually announced this week, right? Let's see. How did that work? I know because I commented on it because I thought it was so rare that a Vita game developed for Vita was actually coming out to Vita. Uh, let's see. Uh, so... Yeah, Severed. That's right. The game is called Severed. It's not an RPG, though, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, it's a Vita game designed for Vita, actually made for the Vita, and coming out on the Vita. And that's kind of crazy. 
So if you actually need a Vita game, there's like yeah. a real Vita by Western game developer. Oh, right. Yeah, by a Western yeah. developer. Yeah. Je- yeah, Jeff- Japanese companies are still developing for Vita. <laughs> so, well, I mean, there's the ones making those uh, first person dungeon crawler RPGs. They're like the, the only people left making games. All right, Healer's Quest. It's a uh, release from developer Pablo Coma, a.k.a. Roblo Games. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he's He's got a crowdfunding campaign currently underway on Kickstarter. Oh, this is a Kickstarter game? All right, let's do our check. Kickstarter. Called Healer's Quest. Tagline is a lighthearted RPG in which you play solely as the healer of a crappy team of adventurers. Okay, I like that tagline. That's a, that's a good sign here. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're, you're playing as a healer. You... Okay, you got you got to keep them alive. There's a demo you can download right now. It's been greenlit on Steam. Um, it'll be in French as well. <laughs> it is. Uh, they want nine thousand one hundred eighteen dollars, which is a very specific amount of dollars. Somebody did some math. Um, he's got thirty seven hundred so far. I think that was uh, automatically changed from the euros. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a translated amount. All right. Yeah, it's it's eight thousand euros. So. All right. Let's see. There's the healer, which is you. Uh, you need teammates who kind of stink. You got Tanky the Knight, Grumpy the Barbarian, Darky the Sorcerer, and Count Rupert von Lichtenstein. Oh, I don't know what's that. Um, let's see. So they've got uh, a bunch of breakdowns on what he's going to add. It's a giant chart of how many bonuses you get. So let's let's review. Entry level tier is one euro. You uh, you get his eternal gratitude for that. Uh, for 10 euros, you actually get a copy of the game. And then on the other end of the spectrum, let's see. Man, there's a lot of tiers here. One left of one. For 5,000 euros, you get the ultimate reward. All the super physical healer rewards here. Plus, while you nearly funded the campaign just by yourself, huge thanks. <laughs> I'll add a complete new zone based on your ideas and designs. You can decide what you want to happen in the zone, what type of bosses and enemies there will be inside it. Everything has to match the general tone of the game, however. You get the unique Ultra Collector notebook of the game's development. I wrote most of my ideas for the game in this notebook. Uh, The physical boxed Kickstarter exclusive collector edition, numbered and, except otherwise specified, hand-signed by the author. Maximum 11 copies will ever be created. Your name just below mine in the credits as the producer. Uh, You're my guest. Come to my house and have dinner with me and my family in Belgium. Travel costs not included. Discover my work environment. Ask me anything. And why not even play some games? If you can't come to Belgium, we could do the meeting online. Ships to anywhere in the world. So, there you go. A very modest request here of just like $10,000 for a video game, which... Like, how are you going to pull that off? So go read through that and see if you agree that he can pull that off or what. So a lot of, oh, wow. They've even got our icon on here because we put coverage up in the game. Neat. Um, cool. So there you go. Healer's Quest. Go check it out. See if you want to support it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Ray Gigant, you already talked about because you're playing it. Um, and we put up some screenshots and details and, and stuff. Um, yeah, there's lots of screenshots. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't I think it was 96. 
So the story in this game is a visual novel style. I don't remember you saying that earlier. Did you say that earlier? You didn't say that earlier. Alex. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I think it's because the other experience ones are all sort of visual novel style, so. Alright. Well. Oh, and it's got like rhythm game mechanics for the special attacks, it looks like. Uh, apparently I haven't got that far yet. Oh, okay. I haven't got any special attacks, so. Well, never mind then. I forgot about this. <laughs> All right. oh, one thing it does do is it's got a weight rating for your characters, and that can go up and down depending on what food you eat. Ah, cool. <laughs> Next thing you're going to do is have uh, ages, and they'll age out and die like in Wizardry or something. Um, Compile Heart has given up a new gameplay video for the combat and some details of how combat works in Black Rose Valkyrie, which is their upcoming game. Uh, the tactical combat system, which they're calling TCS. I don't know why. <laughs> it revolves around special weapons called named Valkyries, wielded by your heroes. Um, in order to provide maximum destructive power in the fight against your enemies, each Valkyrie can be augmented to function as close quarters, mid-range, or long-distance weapons on the fly. Uh, that's accomplished by switching out parts on your weapons, uh, known as armament parts, and using items found in the game to improve separate strengthening parts, uh, which I guess also go into your weapon. A clever use of this system will allow players to string together gunplay, missiles, and melee attacks in a row. An additional overdrive mode will let players unleash even more destructive abilities, uh, but due to the taxing nature on the user, must be used sparingly. It's a PS4 exclusive. You don't remember? It's coming out in Japan June 30th. No word about a Western release yet. Uh, Square Enix put out a bunch of media for the Japanese release of Dragon Quest Heroes 2, The Twin Kings, and The Prophecies End. Uh, they've got a giant trailer on the site now you can go check out. Uh, two new characters are shown off in the game. Uh, Cesare, a childhood friend of the protagonist and Prince of Gaiwal. Uh, he has a great sword. Uh, and they also introduce Ornez, a traveling world-renowned warrior. Fights with a giant axe that can be used to break through enemy armor or make big sweeping arcs to take out many smaller enemies at once. Uh, you can change your class over the course of the game, they announced, and you have five different options for your class. Warrior, martial artist, mage, priest, and thief. You have different abilities on each. Um, let's see, the game's coin system will also be expanded to allow you to turn into a monster for a short period of time using a new type of coin. So that's the difference from the first game. Uh, PS4, PS3, and Vita in Japan. No news on the West, but I bet you it'll be PS4 only. Oh, of course. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anna's saying in the other room, no, it'll be PS4 and Vita. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Ease 8, Yakramosa of Death got even more details. Oh, we already talked about this game. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, it's got new... Yeah, it's got finished building of the parrot. Wait, what? That's... There's a parrot. There's a parrot. Okay, now I want to talk about this. All right, so you get a parrot, and his name's Little Perro. Little Perro the parrot. He's found on the island by Captain Barbaros and has been taught how to talk and serves as a messenger between Adol and the village. He has a rather mixed way of talking due to learning his vocabulary from an assortment of NPCs shipwrecked on the island. So that's cool. All right, so the game has a parrot. Done. Next game, uh, Grim Brothers revealed that its kickstarted funded title... Dragon Fin Soup will be coming to Xbox One, iOS, Android, Mac, and Linux. If you remember, this kind of hit as a free PS Plus game at first. 
course, I guess that period of exclusivity has expired, and so now it's coming out in everything else. Um, let's see. The release on these new platforms will feature a version titled Dragon Fin Soup Extra Chunky Edition. It'll provide, uh, and of course, they're going to backport those updates to the other platforms as well. Uh, it's going to include all fixes and tweaks, of course, from the PC patches and whatnot, including new content and features, including the ability to level up pets by feeding them um, a new trash, t- uh, by feeding them a new trash talk system, plus new dungeons, items, and weapons. Grim Brothers also announced the following: some difficulties with Dragonfin Soup's PlayStation ports that it aims to fix with the extra chunky edition. It plans to provide free steam codes to those who bought the game from through the PlayStation network. Okay. Hmm. So probably not those who got it for free, right? I'm I'm not misremembering this. Wasn't this a PS plus release for a month? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure on the specifics. I, I assume I, I assume I am not entitled to a free steam code when I got it for free, you know, you, you would think, yeah, but maybe I could get one anyway. Then I could feel like a terrible person. Cause I would be all right. Idea factory international recently unveiled its limited edition for mega tab Mench. Oh, okay. So we talked about mega tag mention Blanc and Neptunia versus zombies earlier. Uh, we also have a limited edition for it. Here's what you get. A two and a half inch high Blanc minifigure. A 32-page color art book, a 21-track official soundtrack CD, a reversible color sleeve, a collector's box, and um, it is going to be six what 62.99. That's weird. Expected to ship on May 10th, 2016, and the release date in Europe is May 13th, and that's it. And the Hyperdimension Noir port we mentioned earlier has been pushed back to. April 26th. <laughs> this is what happens when we go two weeks without doing news. Yeah, I should have organized this better. I'm so sorry, folks. Hey. And we'll, okay, we'll just let that be. <laughs> and they're going to be 40% off during that first week, though. So April 26th, if you want Hyperdimension Noir, pick it up on PC because it's going to be cheaper than normal. All right, two pieces of news coming for mobile titles within popular RPG series from publisher Square Enix. The first was that Kingdom Hearts Unchained Kai is out. We already talked about that earlier. I think it's Kai. No, it's a Kai. C-H-I. Yeah, I don't Look know. up how to pronounce Kai. Um, let's see. And do 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 Wait, what? Kingdom Hearts Unchained Kai takes place at the same time as Kingdom Hearts Kai back cover cinematic piece that forms part of the upcoming Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue Collection. Oh my gosh. I forgot that they're doing Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8. Is that out yet? That's not out yet. I can't no, keep not up yet. on all this. 2.8? Yeah. The second piece of news is Valkyrie. There's a new Valkyrie profile type game called Valkyrie Anatomia: The Origin. It's a new RPG set between the first Valkyrie profile game and what? Oh, set before, before. the first Valkyrie profile game. All right, Valkyrie Anatomia. Wasn't the second game also set before the first Valkyrie profile game? Well, whatever. It will be released in Japan in spring 2016 for iOS and Android. No announcement of a Western release at this time. Um, it's kind of sad that it's iOS and Android, but you know, whatever. Square Enix's Final Fantasy IX is out on Steam. $20.99. 16 bucks for a limited time. For a few more days. Um, let's see. Yep, that is, uh, 
That's 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 all we got really for it. Okay. With cheat modes. With cheat modes. Okay, good. Yeah, Booster. so it has like the everybody does 999 damage and 100% steal or everybody's in trance mode all the time. You can turn off um, random battles. All basic all the stuff from 7 and 8. It's also got autosave and cloud save functionality. There you go. All right. Atlas USA re- uh, announced that they're bringing over that uh, updated version of Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse. So I guess no, it's, it's updated. Not. It's a different game. It is not an updated version. Which is why they tried very hard to explain it in the massive column that they put out that was like, hey guys, we're calling it Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse as opposed to some crazy subtitle because it is a completely different game and we want to reinforce this is a completely different game. They should call it Shin Megami Tensei 4 2. (laughs) I'm sure they considered it. Yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, also known as Final in Japan. Um, This is the follow-up to Shin Megami Tensei 4. Um, totally different game. Takes place during the events of Shin Megami Tensei 4. Puts you in the, the role of a hunter cadet that is killed by demons in post-apocalyptic Tokyo. You're then brought back to life. Um, and you got to deal with issues. Um, a number of characters from the first game show up. And you get to partner up with one of seven allies along with the usual assortment of demons. So, there you go. It's coming out here for 50 bucks or 65 in Canadian. Don't know when it's coming to Europe. Don't know if it's coming to Europe. Probably coming to Europe, don't you think? Yeah, probably picked up by uh, LIS America is currently the go-to for Atlas. Is Ghostlight ones. still a thing out there or no? It is, but they're... It is. They're fo- doing their own thing. They've focused more on PC games lately. Oh, okay. And even though they're a UK company, they've been releasing a lot more stuff internationally. Okay. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations uh, is coming out here. Um, is that the one that I want to play because it's cutesy and easy? No, this is the this is like Monster Hunter X in Japan or Cross. It's it's kind of the greatest hits Monster Hunter. Gotcha. It's the real Monster Hunter. <laughs> the real Monster Hunter starts here. All right. So this is the one where um, uh, they added a bunch of new stances and stuff, and they got all sorts of cool things going on if you're a Monster Hunter fan. Um, and they're showing off the prowlers that you get to finally play as. You can finally be one of the cats in the game. Um, they're full featured hunters. You can play as them, and they're showing off a trailer with that where you can see how that works, except it doesn't really explain anything. Um, it just shows them being controlled in battle, sort of. But I, I don't really understand the system. Like, do you, do you level them separately? Do you choose it as a class when you start the game? Is it just something you jump into temporarily? I don't really know. Um, they also showed off another trailer as well, showing off the styles of combat, the aerial style, the traditional style, the the, the super damage dealing style, um, and the one that kind of dodges everything style. Um, it's uh, it's coming out sometime summer of this year. So more details to come on that. Tales of Link has released on both iTunes and Google Play. Uh, it is a free to play matching game with RPG elements. That Anna will be checking out. Yep. Um, Tales of Link. All right. A Final Fantasy XIV campaign event has been going on in 7-Eleven stores in Japan. I thought this was great. So um, <laughs> purchasing soft drinks will give you a code on your receipt, which can be redeemed on the campaign site for points. These points can then be used to receive special in-game site items. And because of that, uh, 7-Eleven stores are like selling out of soda. Because people really want these items in Final Fantasy XIV, apparently. 
Uh, at least that's that's the story. I don't know how accurate that is, but it's a bunch of like cosmetic crap. So I don't know that it matters at all. Alex, do you want these items? Not really. I didn't. I wasn't aware they existed. Well, I mean, you probably can't get them here anyway. But uh, they got Aetherite tickets. They've got deluxe Heaven's crackers. And MG- yeah, that's not worth very much. Uh, MGP gold card, thirty thousand MGP. I don't know what that is. Still not very much. Uh, a crag mask, um, a housemate, yeah, like... a maid attire, so you get to dress up like a maid. Um, let's see. If you complete both the path A and path B list of rewards, you can obtain a white fat chocobo mount. Yeah? Okay. All right. Well, so they are bottled sodas, so if you look for these bottled sodas, you'll find they're sold out in a lot of places. Um They've announced that this campaign will eventually expand to other regions besides Japan, but um, no idea if it's going to involve 7-Eleven in the other worlds, or other worlds, the other countries. Or but we don't have them, so probably not. <laughs> you don't have 7-Eleven at all. Um, there's no 7-Eleven in Madison that I know of, so it would kind of suck for us as well. But, oh well. All that for a free mount. Yeah. Except you, I guess it isn't free either, because you're kind of buying a lot to get it. All right, well, let's see. Um, we already covered that. Oh, some Final Fantasy VII details came out this week. I found out that every part of the multi-part Final Fantasy VII game, it's not like, here's the first quarter of the game, here's the second quarter of the game. They will be full games. They're going to be full-scale games on for each each thing. Um, told from a, each part is... Um, Let's see. With Final Fantasy VII Remake, we already have a pre-existing story, so it wouldn't make sense if it isn't encompassed in the multi-part series. And so they're going to encompass the entire story, and they're very it's very unclear and poorly translated how that's going to look. So it's going to be a full-scale game. Does that mean we're getting more Dirge of Cerberuses? Because if so, that sucks. <laughs> what do people want with a Final Fantasy VII Remake, Anna? Uh, don't ask me. Oh, they want the they want Final Fantasy VII spruced up a bit, HDified, and maybe you know expanded upon. What are, are they sure? getting? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. They they want they, Final they Fantasy VII. Huh? Go ahead. They want everything, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Alex. They want everything, including the stuff. What does that mean? They want it untouched but new. Yes, untouched <laughs> but new. Which. It's okay. The way to minimally do this and make them happy is just a fancy ass looking 3D Midgard. Maybe make it so you can walk around and explore a bit more. Keep basically the same combat system. Add some new moves, some new items, blah, 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 blah. Fix up the translation, whatever. And keep some of the the darling lines from the first game just as kind of jokes and Easter eggs. What they're going to do instead is four completely different games that what <laughs> that none of which have the same battle system i don't know what is this going to be now that it's four full scale games i don't know maybe one of them will have the same battle system i have no idea what this means maybe this will be better for us maybe that means one of the game will be kind of that this is just final fantasy 7 and the other 3 will be something different is that too much to ask for probably i don't know what's going on they're going weird with it so 
We'll see if it turns into something good. Be nice to actually see something from this remake at some point. So maybe next year, you know. Maybe E3. 2020. E3 2020. We'll see something from this remake. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, And then finally, Pokemon Co-Master came out in Japan. It's a free-to-play smartphone game with the strategic board game elements and collectible figures. The game is now available to try out in Japan on Android. Um, the problem is, is I don't want to collect more figurines. Well, it's not real life figures. Oh, my you're, bad. You're collecting figures in the game. I misunderstood. Who's so it, is com- it is even less value than collecting actual real life figures, Anna. Woohoo! These are digital figures that you get to spend money to get. Doesn't that sound great? Um, no? All right. I don't know. Ask me when it gets localized and I try it. All right. Here's our briefs for the week. Sega's put out a, a trailer for the upcoming remastered version of PS3 Attack of RPG Valkyrie Chronicles. Trailer. Uh, Nintendo's put out a new trailer for Bravely Default End Layer. Trailer. Um, or Bravely Second End Layer, right? Yes. <laughs> Labeled wrong here. All right. Dengeki Online uh, put out two new gameplay videos for Bandai Namco's game Sword Art Online Hollow Realization. Trailer. Uh, Spearhead Games Stories The Path of Destinies is now available. With a new trailer. Uh, that's the one where he plays a fox, and I don't know what's going on. Um, what does the fox say? He, he says, I have a large sword. So go check that out. Ooh. Dark Souls 3 had one last trailer. Trailer. Um, let's see. Odin Sphere Left to right, left to Fraser. The, the remi- remixed version of Odin. The remix. The remade version of Odin Sphere. It, it has a firm release date now. June 24, 2016. Uh text for in english spanish italian german and french oh it's efigs it's efigs and um two new character yeah, trailers that's for, <laughs> that's yeah, for europe for north america oh okay so in north america we get nothing to what's our date in north america oh june uh, 7th june okay. 7th so we get it earlier okay cool wait is it really june 7th yes it means it comes out the same day as atelier sophie okay um, I don't have that in here for some reason. When's Atelier Sophie coming out? Um, June 7th in North America, June 10th in Europe. And uh, what do we know about that? Didn't they announce a collector's edition or something? Yeah, there's a collector's edition on the Nisa store. Okay. But it's PS4 only, so I don't want it. Okay. Why is that? Because I want the Vita version. Why? Because that's where I've played like the last five Atelier games. But not all of them, and you've streamed the ones on the, the PS4, and they were popular-ish. Sure. Sort of. Not really. <laughs> But you had fun streaming them. I did. And you could stream more. Yep. So you should get the PS4 version. Mm, I'll think about it. Okay, thank you. That's that's all I can settle for now, ladies and gentlemen. If I can get her to think about something, I'm happy. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, we already talked about that. Um, Tales of Bersitis. I mean, Tales of Berseria got a third trailer. Um, the Japanese trailer. Um, they announced the game's release date in Japan, August 18, 2016. Um, it has been confirmed for release in North America, but no date. And Europe, too, of course. Uh, the trailer shows off a new character named Aizen. Um, and even more uh, Star Ocean videos came out. Say trailer, Anna. Trailer. And say it again. More trailers. All right, good. We're good. All right. Now, some feedback. Feedback from our forums. First off, Master Chief says, hey... As far as Alice's recommendations for PS4 goes, wait, Alice won't be on. 
Nope. We'll we should keep wait. This for next we're going to keep this for next time. Well, we're going to keep this for next month. Next next month. Yeah, because oh, Alice, Alice is will be out for a week. Save for Alice. We're going to save that one. Thank you, Master Chief. We're going to save that for Alice and review it in person with her. Um, Strawberry Egg says over 10 new Pokemon. This is an odd generation, so it usually means we'll get more new Pokemon than X and Y did. Um, <laughs> talking about the news from last last episode where we talked about how the they confirmed in the new Pokemon game there'd be at least 10 new Pokemon and we all said like shouldn't there be like 150 new Pokemon what the heck <laughs> as for who should pick uh, voice Detective Pikachu Strawberry Egg suggests I'd pick Jameson Price a deep serious sounding voice like his would be funny coming out of the rodent um, <laughs> alright here you go uh, and Strawberry Egg says uh, to Jonathan Stringer, the Rodia that visits the Fates Castle often is Strawberry Eggs. Oh, now I know who that is as well. Yeah. <laughs> Victor says, I realize you were joking when you said people would flood you with email requests for more Breaking Bad talk, but I'll post my feelings anyway. Please, 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 no more Breaking Bad discussion. <laughs> I already hear plenty of talk about movies, edit, and professional wrestling I don't care about on the RPG backtrack. So I don't need Breaking Bad talk from you is the implication. <laughs> All right. Several podcasts ago, I think Chris said he couldn't get into Super Mario 64 DS. Now that I'm playing the game, I just can't get in Super Mario 64, period. Not the DS version. I haven't tried the DS version. Now that I'm playing the game out of my backlog, Victor says, I realized something about it. It's not really a platformer. It's a platformer puzzle game hybrid. I would recommend giving Super Mario 64 DS another chance the next time you're in the mood for some puzzles. Yeah, but I don't like it doesn't matter if it's a puzzle game or not all right my only ps4 recommendation is cosmic star heroine oh so i think we all know about that one all right save that for alice all right boom time for oh i didn't paste those in so hold on time for the new games of the week new games of the week let me paste this in here boom all right we have first off for the wii u um, these are the 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 eShop titles, which means they're always announced after they come out because Nintendo doesn't like announce this stuff ahead of time for some reason. So for the Wii, you have As Divine Hearts, Brain Age, Train Your Brain. What are you talking about? They came out on Thursday. They get announced on Wednesday. Yeah, so you get a one-day announcement ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, so we can't tell you what's coming out next week. Oh, I see. Yeah. I misunderstood. We can only tell you what about. came out already. Right. I'm complaining about whatever I can complain about, Anna. You know, I'm I'm a gamer. Okay. I just like to complain. Okay. All right. Dodge Club Party, not Doge Club Party, which would be a much better game. Um, Draw to Survive, Paranautical Activity, not Paranormal Activity, Paranautical Activity, which I assume means Haunted Ships, and Slots, Pharaoh's Riches, all on the eShop. Uh, on the 3DS eShop, we have Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest from the SNES, X-Cave 3, The Tower of Destiny, which I think we have a review up of. I'm not sure, though. Langrisser reincarnation. No, oh, we don't. For one of them. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Uh, more of those games. Langrisser reincarnation Tensei retail or eShop. Oh, this is a full retail game. I should have put this in a different list. So sorry, I messed that up. Langrisser reincarnation. I guess came out. Comes out. Do we cover Langrisser? Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. That's an RPG, right? Yeah. Big deal. All right. Cool. Lang- an actual retail RPG coming out. This week, along with Banner Saga. Oh my gosh, we got lots of RPGs coming out this week. Wait, seriously? There's like three RPGs on our upcoming list for this week. That's a lot of games. All right. 
It's 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 hitting now, folks. All right. Well, that said, whoop, I messed that up now. Sorry, I shouldn't be trying to edit this while I read it. Okay, continuing down the list. Orion Legacy of... Uh, this is April 14th releases, so this a couple days ago. They just hit. Orion Legacy of the Kori, Odon, Code of Princess, Hit PC, Dodge Club Party. That on the first game. one's uh, RPG. It is. Yep. Yes, that's the game from Africa. Yep. Yeah. And uh, everybody's gone to the Rapture Hit windows. Xcave 3 we talked about. Um, Final Fantasy IX we mentioned. Paranautical Activity I just says. I'm going to delete that here. Phantasmal City of Darkness or Phantasmal Survival Horror War- Roguelike. I'm not really sure which title it has. It's 12 bucks on PC. Uh, Soda Drinker Pro hit Xbox One and PC. If you want to uh, sip some sodas, there you go. Super Strike Beach Volleyball on 3DS. Really? Yep. Okay. Is that... Oh, is that your... Um, Is that yours? Yep. Oh, that came out a couple days ago? Yep. So that is a Natsume release. Yep. Tell us about that Natsume release, Anna. Um... So, Arc System Works does a whole series of what they call family games, where the same family, mom, dad, um, son, daughter, grandma, grandpa, all do things together. So there was, like, family fishing, and there was, um, oh, I forget what the other one was. They basically get split between Arc System Works US, Axis, and Natsume. And so, basically, this is beach volleyball where you play as one of six players um it's doubles and they all have stats that you build up as you play them each of them sort of has a specialty so um and on specialty stats that they're best in and then they have they all have super strikes that you can do so yeah that's pretty much it and this isn't being done by arc system works us because why um i'm not entirely certain because it's not a fighting game, I bet. <laughs> um, okay. Well, like I said, Arc System Works did the family fishing. Oh, they did? Yes. Okay. And I can't remember which one out of this series of games that Axis did. It was either late last year or early this year. But yeah, this is a whole series of like um, games that are specifically designed to be about exactly what they are. They're small games. They're eShop exclusive. They're all like five bucks or less. So they're fun. Um, yeah, so it's eShop, $5? I think so. Uh, you better know. You should know Super this, Anna. Super Strike. Yeah, four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Okay. I'm just watching a trailer of this. It looks very, um, it looks very like, volleyball-y. It looks like beach volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I don't know why exactly... it's called Super Strike if it's a family outing, but whatever. Because they all have super strikes. That's oh, okay. their special abilities that they can do. Okay. And everybody has their own super strike that is unique. And some of them come with some hilarious um, animations. Right. Wobbly Jungle hits hit PC. Bravely Second, of course, came out. I Want to Be Human hit PC on April 15th. Um, I am human, so I don't need to play that game. Um, let's see. Simon can play that game. Uh, Ropa 2 Goodbye Despair is coming out on Windows? Or came out on Windows? Did it come out yesterday? Um, no, it's been out for a couple weeks because it's on... It's, the sale for it is ending on, like, Monday, I think. What? Oh, it already came out? All right. This, uh, this list is wrong, then. I thought it was coming out. Uh, Gears of War 4 multiplayer beta on Xbox One. Axiom Verge hit the Vita. 
Um, it's already on 3DS. I saw Lucifer showing that off. Uh, the Banner Saga 2, of course, comes out this week on Windows and Mac. Blues and Bullets hits PS4. The Collider 2 hits PC. Ice Lakes on PC. Invisible Incorporated on PS4 on the 19th. IS Defense on PC. Koi on PS4. Uh, Langris or Reincarnation, of course. Loud on Planet X. PS4, PC, and Max. Melty Blood Actress Again Current Code. What? Melty Blood Actress Again Current Code. Okay. That is a game? That is a fighting game. Okay. That makes more sense now. <laughs> is it an art systems work? Yeah, that's a fighting game title. <laughs> Let's see. Who makes this? Uh, it's developed by Type Moon and French Bread. I, okay. I give up. I give up. I give up. Bread okay. is now uh, making t- games t- for us. Type Moon is the Fates people. The Fates people? Yeah, Fate Extra. Okay. Great. Yes. No, I'm, I, all right. No, I'm good. I'm good. French Bread makes games. I got it. Uh, Pang Adventures, P-A-N-G Adventures, comes to PS4 on April 19th. Speedrunners gets its full release, I guess, on Windows finally. It's been in beta for forever. Uh, Masquerade, The Baubles of Doom. The, now, now we got April 20th games. Masquerade, The Baubles of Doom, Xbox One, PS4, 360, PS3, PC. Mega Magic on PC. And Pollen, P-O-L-L-E-N, comes out PC for the Oculus Rift on the 20th. Maybe we'll have to check that out. I don't know. Battlefield Gothic Armada. I saw this at E3 last year. That comes out on April 21st. as a giant Gothic cathedral spaceships flying around, killing each other in space with space armaments. So if you want to launch some missiles this week. Eternal Destiny coming to PC in the 21st. Rogue Stormers on the 21st. Lumo kicks off game releases on the 22nd along with Star Fox Guard and Star Fox Zero. That's right. Star Fox is coming out this week on April 22nd. Boot up. Get out those Wii U's and get ready to complain about your nostalgia memories about Star Fox 64 (laughs) this Friday. All right. And then some random PC games that I don't have dates for, but supposedly are coming out within this week period. Agents, Attack Heroes, Grenade Madness, Hyper Devotion Noir was pushed back, so I'll delete that. Um, Oops. Lifeless, Man O' War Corsair, Massive, Metal Slug 2, Planetoid Pioneers, Rebirth of Island, Rolled, R-O-L-L apostrophe D, apparently putting the E in. Was not, it was too much, so they 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 abbreviated it. R O L L apostrophe D eighty four cents. Uh, Starlight Vega, Taito Ecology, Wobbly Jungle, uh, Worst Case Z, and Zorced X O R C E D. Sashiro's Ladrum nine seventy four. I don't know what's up with that game. There's your new releases, folks. I have to ask you a question, Alex Fuller. What are you gonna be playing this week? Uh, more Regigant. <laughs> more Regigant. All those new releases, yes. forget it. Going to keep working on Regigant. You going to review that? Are you, yep. Is this, yeah. yeah, yeah. This that's one the time. That's why you have the game now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have it. All right. Good. Well, I don't know. The other game earlier, you were like, oh, I might review it if I can actually finish it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll, oh, I've a deep look instead. <laughs> All right. Cool. Anna Marie, what are you going to play this week? Oh, Bravely Second. I mean, that's all you're going to play this week, isn't it? Uh, probably, yeah. And well, use some Oculus stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> Folks, I know that. Well, yeah. That means to? she's not going to. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> yes. 
You need to play the little bunny bunny rabbit film. Okay. Is there a way to put 30 seconds on the Oculus? Yes, no. that would be optimal. No, it would not. Yes. No, you would get so sick. After everything that happened yesterday, I kind of don't want to play the Oculus today because I'm worried I'd throw up. Oh, you'll be... F- oh, right. Well, we'll just limit your playtime. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a Tums afterwards. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am going to be playing Dark Souls and... Was there something else I'm going to be playing, Anna? I don't remember. No, I won't. Uh, I won't get my hands on Bravely Second. Maybe I should download Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past on the eShop. Eh, I won't get to that. Uh, more Fire Emblem. I thought there was something else I was going to play this week for real. Oh, I can't remember. Probably more Oculus stuff. Chronos. Yes, I want to play play some Chronos this week. So Dark Souls Three and Chronos is what I've got on my plate. Um, but I, maybe I'll be able to try out some uh, some new releases, um, uh, which were like Langrisser and stuff. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know that I care enough about that game to give it a shot. Oh, thanks, everybody. Um, if you'd like to leave feedback for the show, three ways for you to do it. Podcast at rpgamer.com is the primary way that people can just send in an email, and it goes into a giant email bit bucket that is maybe court... Um, dealt with on a particular week and maybe not this week it was not <laughs> the second way which is more reliable to get your thing read on the show is go to our forums at forums.com go to the latest update section and find the show thread just contribute to the show thread or find the show you know story on the front page and just click post a comment just leave a comment and uh, we'll read it right here on the show and of course 608-729-4098 you can speak and your voice will appear on the show via magic 608-729-4098 or you can email an mp3 to podcaster.com and we could just play that mp3 on the show and you'll sound much better than you do on the voicemail so those are your ways to leave feedback follow us on twitch.tv slash rpgamer where there'll be more streaming coming up Anna's got some projects for that going on except of course Bravely Second is going to distract her from it so I don't know when that's going to happen um <laughs> And uh, you can you can watch Wheels and, and Soffle Silk and others do their streaming on there as well. Twitter.com slash RPGamer and Facebook, RPGamer. Follow us, like, subscribe on all the things. It does help us out. keeps us going. Um, send in your suggestions for new things you'd like to see in the new site design as we keep working on that and trying to figure out what we're doing to make this site better than it was other than just being newer. Um, we, we could use some design input from folks. So uh, let us know in the show feedback or other feedback and uh, just email that in. Um, and with that, I'm going to wrap up the show for this week. We'll be back next week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. We'll see you then. Until then, everybody, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.